Hello and welcome to The Natural Medic Adventures. I'm your host, Craig, The Natural Medic. Welcome back to the channel or the podcast for another episode. If you've been here before, welcome back. If you haven't, we talk about all things hiking, backpacking, outdoors, etc. on this channel. I invite you to check it out. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about four things you need to bring for hiking. Doesn't matter if you're a beginner, intermediate, expert. These are four things that you need to focus on and think about. I don't know if y'all have seen the show on Showtime. It's called Yellow Jackets. It's a really cool show. I pretty much binge watched it this entire Memorial Day weekend because <laughs> it's so hot here in Texas. And right now, today, it's been raining, so I'm not outside recording. I'm just recording this on my computer. That's why I'm wearing the headphones so I can hear myself on my microphone. Anyway, it involves a plane crash of uh, a soccer team and they go down in the Canadian wilderness and got me to thinking about how prepared are we for when things go wrong in the outdoors. A plane crash! The first thing we need to talk about is navigation. Now whenever the Yellow Jacket story happened it was in 1996 when they went down and they were out in the wilderness for I think it was 19 months I think so like a year and a half. Hopefully if you get on a hiking trip or a backpacking trip or whatever you're not uh, gonna be in that situation. It was horrible. Horrible, horrible. This little buddy right here has saved me several times. At least gave me comfort. I haven't used, actually used it to save me yet. But if you're not familiar with this, is a Garmin InReach device. It's a satellite communicator. It's very similar in a lot of ways to a cell phone. So it's a device that hooks up to a network. I have a full video on this. I will link in the description below. The cool thing about these, I've used Garmin devices for a long time, so I trust Garmin. There's other options out there, of course. If you're in the market for a satellite communication device, I'll push, also I'll link this in the description below so you can check it out in affiliate link. If you do purchase through that, it helps the channel out a little bit, and I do appreciate that. But I've used this on like four or five trips now. Really, I don't think I can go without this anymore. This is a really handy device to have. The cool thing about it is... It doesn't make phone calls like a cell phone does, but because it's on a satellite network and not working on towers which are on the Earth, as long as this device can see three satellites which are orbiting over uh, the top, it's called the Iridium Satellite Network. That satellite network, as long as it can see this device, it can pinpoint your location. So you can send messages to friends and family that are on your, your list. You can pop the little button on the side that says SOS, and you can call emergency services in case you need help. You're injured, God forbid, you're out there and you break your leg. Or If the team on the uh, Yellow Jackets had something like this, they could have called for assistance. But, of course, that didn't exist back in the 1990s. I'm also, as far as navigation is concerned, I'm also a proponent for using a paper map. If you're going to a facility, this is a park that I go to fairly often. It's located in my area, Atlanta State Park here in northeast Texas. All of the state parks have maps that you can pick up at the visitor center or the trail. It depends on what it is. You can have that as a backup. Because I can look on this map and I can see pretty much where I'm at, where I'm headed to, and things like that. Of course, before you leave on your trip, whether it's a day hike, a weekend hike, or longer, you need to make sure you tell somebody that you can trust, a family member, a friend, where you're going and when you expect to be back. That way they can alert the authorities when you don't come back during the time frame that you said you would. You can also you can go with a Zolio, you can go with a spot device, whatever. Not necessarily an essential thing to have, but could be very useful in the field. Now, a lot of us are carrying a cell phone around. I usually have my cell phone when I'm out there, as I'm sure many of you that are that are listening or watching do. And I'm not going to endorse any particular app, 
but a lot of us are using apps uh, such as All Trails or The Hiking Project or Gaia or Onyx Backcountry. All of those are great apps and all of those are good to use. Just make sure that you're prepared for a backup. That's why I carry this paper map just in case. Moving on to the next thing, we're going to talk about first aid. Luckily, I know first aid. Now, from the name of my channel and my podcast, you probably figured out that I might be in the medical field, being the natural medic. The natural part comes from when I was working as a park ranger. My uh, bachelor's degree is in forest recreation management, and I worked in the parks for state park services of Texas and Arkansas, respectively, and some other places related to that for mm, over a decade or so. Park Ranger! Transitioned into EMS. And in EMS, I worked as a paramedic. I'm not currently working in EMS right now, but I was a paramedic on a 911 ambulance for mm, several years. I've got a lot of experience taking care of people. I encourage you to get some first aid training yourself when you go out. It's not a requirement to have first aid training before you go out and go hiking or backpacking. If you find out that you enjoy the sport, you enjoy being out there, chances are good something eventually is going to happen that you're going to need first aid treatment for. Probably not something major, hopefully not something major, but you need to have the basics taken care of. So, with that in mind, first aid kit. This is just an example here. This one is by Adventure Medical Kits. It is the .5. This is when it happens to be in a metal tin, but you can get it in a plastic bag as well. Link is in the description below. So you can check that out. It's got all your basic stuff in there. Bandages. It's got a survival whistle. It's got pieces in there. Moleskin for blisters. It's got a safety pin for popping blisters, potentially, or removing a splinter or something like that. Splinter picker, tick remover, insect sting relief pad, antiseptic wipes, alcohol swabs, and triple antibiotic. That's what's in there. So first thing to do is pick up a basic kit. This is a good basic kit right here. Something like this. doesn't have to be this one, but something like that would be good. And you probably want to add, find a place to set this down. You probably want to add some things to that. Okay. I always carry a bandana, at least one bandana, because the bandana can serve many purposes. So we're just covering these topics in brief here. If you want more information about first aid, I do have a full video about that. I'll link it in the description below. It'll be in the playlist. But bandana you could use to tie on your face if you're going to rob a bank. <laughs> No, if you're going to be in a dusty area, you could use this as a makeshift tourniquet. Tie it around. You got a, a bleeding cut right here that won't stop bleeding. Use it to filter water. Tie it around an ankle or another joint area. Maybe you have, have to use more than one bandana, depending on how big your feet are, things like that. I'm tall. I have, you know, I have large feet. I've got size 12s. Anyway, there ha there's a num number of uses, or you might have some rolled gauze or something like that to use. I'm certified still as a paramedic in the state of Texas and also Arkansas and Louisiana, which I'm very close to. Uh, so I carry a, usually a CPR mask with me because I'm willing to do CPR on somebody that might need it. Also have some, this goes into the next topic we're going to dive into, have some electrolyte tablets with me. I have just some various meds. So in here I've got some Aleve and I've got some uh, Tums and I've got some Pepto and things like that. So you can tailor that to yourself, to your own likings or whatever. But I'll make sure whatever you put in your kit, you know how to use it. I'm going to link an interview I did with a, with a doctor friend of mine. And she was talking about a course that she teaches. Uh, it's an online course that's Wilderness First Aid. I definitely recommend taking something like that. You don't have to take her class, but it, I would take some kind of class to help you learn what's in your first aid kit and how to use it. The next topic we're going to talk about is hydration and food.
no matter how you slice it. We're going out there for a day hike. You're going out there for a weekend backpacking trip, a week backpacking trip, whatever you're going to do. Make sure you take some kind of easy food. My personal preference is Cliff Bars. I'll link some of these in the description below. If you've never heard of these, they're really good, tasty bars. They taste good, and they have a lot of uh, energy packed into them. The body runs on energy. You need to be feeding it in order for it to run properly. Take care of the water aspect. There's a bunch of different ways to do that. Uh, one particular way, I've not used this very often except for on a day hike. I'm thirsty. You thirsty? This is the Catadine Bee-Free filter with a HydroPack water bottle that holds two liters. And not my favorite, but it works pretty good. You can just drink right out of this like a little squirt bottle. My personal favorite, you probably know, and you may have seen it in other videos, is the Sawyer. There's not a whole lot of difference between the Mini and the Squeeze, in my opinion. Remember, all this stuff is my opinion, except for the, the size of it as far as it doesn't produce as much volume. Now, the little bags that come with the Sawyer, I would throw those suckers away. You can scoop this up. You just scoop up your water. It screws on the end, and then you can either drink out of it or drain it into a a bottle or cook with it, put it into your cooking uh, apparatus or whatever. At the very least, have some way to replenish your water, even if you're out there for a day hike. I see a lot of people out there day hiking that have no possible way to obtain more fresh water for themselves. They can drink water right out of the creek or stream or lake or whatever. You shouldn't really do that anywhere because that's all of the water pretty much out there should be assumed to be contaminated with microorganisms that could get in your gut and make you sick. If nothing else, carry a life straw with you. All you got to do with this is pop the ends off, stick it down in the water, and drink. Just like you would a soft drink from McDonald's. I've got a full video about that that goes into more detail about hydration and what kind of options are out there. I'm sure you can find something that works for you. I've done a video on lighting. This is just a inexpensive battery-powered. It runs on three AAA batteries. Okay, easy enough for everybody. Just carry some spare batteries with you if you take a battery-powered device, but it works pretty much like that. It's, it's a bright light. Just a touch button on the top there. You've got a lot of power in those different lights on the deal there. It's comfortable to wear. I'll link this in the description below, but most of these cost 15 ish dollar or something like that for the energizer battery powered ones and the ones that are energizer that are not battery powered that are rechargeable are a little bit more if you like those just make sure you take something like this is an anchor 10 milliamp battery to charge it with here's a charging cable that goes with that for a uh, rechargeable uh, light you don't have to have a headlamp if you don't want to you can certainly use just a regular flashlight that you get you know for a dollar and you know 25 cents now, I guess, at the Dollar Tree, since they raise their prices. You can just get one of those and use that. Most of those run on uh, either AAA batteries or one AA battery or something like that. Just make sure you take extra batteries, just so you have some light. Because you never know when you're out there what could happen. If you're with somebody and they get injured, you may have to stay on the trail longer than you anticipated. If you take a wrong turn at Albuquerque, as they say, you may have to be out there longer and be out there after dark. So make sure that you have lighting of some sort. I usually carry also a, just a little light stick here that just breaks off and it makes a little bit of light. Lights out. Since you're here still, let's talk about one more thing. That's on the back of my chair here. And that's going to be wearing the proper clothing. 
I've got a full video about layering and also a video about being out in the sun uh, and how to uh, handle hiking in the warmer and hotter times of the year, warmer environments. I live in Texas. Texas. Majority of the summertime and into the late spring, early fall, it's hot here and you have to adjust yourself for the temperature. But you've seen this probably in other videos. This is a Frog Togs jacket. I got it at Walmart for about 25 bucks. I'll put a link in the description below if you want to check it out for yourself. The nice thing about these jackets is they are lightweight. They usually will either ball up or maybe fold into themselves and uh, able to protect you from rain, rain, snow, things like that getting on your upper body. They don't provide a lot of insulation because they're just a shell. But because of the nature of the membrane of the fabric on this, it's going to retain more body heat. So it's good to have this no matter rain or shine. Always take one of these with you. Hopefully, you learned four things plus one to take with you on your next hiking or backpacking adventure or just a camping adventure in general. If you got value out of this video, please give me a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel and kick that bell notification. High five. High five. When I release a new video, I appreciate you you being here, and I uh, hope to see you next time. Till then, see you on the trail.